is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Yes. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a special Big Ten Championship Week Moneyline Monday. Wolverines and the Boilermakers Saturday night in Indy. Greg Rakestraw, sports radio guy from Indianapolis. Get his thoughts from the Purdue side here in about 30 minutes. Doug Carr's voice of Michigan football in less than five minutes on that 45-23 beatdown of the Buckeyes in Columbus by Michigan. Man. Number two in the AP poll, I think they should move to number one in the college football playoff rankings tomorrow based on two top eight wins. Dominating wins over number five, Ohio State in the AP top 25 and number eight, Penn State. And I believe the Wolverines are in the college football playoff regardless of what happened Saturday night in the Big Ten title game against the Boilermakers. Just like Georgia's in for sure. There's two teams locked in. The debate now, if TCU beats K-State, they're in. If SC beats Utah in the Pac-12 title game, they're in. There's your college football playoff Final Four. If K-State and or USC lose, then I think Ohio State slides in. And you get a two-loss Alabama team in the conversation. And the question is, Ohio State's big win is over Penn State. Same as Michigan, and Michigan throttled, hammered, whipped the Buckeyes in Columbus. In Alabama, you're going to say, okay, their big wins this year are what? That's what it's, you know, the one loss debate. You know, USC loses, that's two losses, they're done. TCU with one loss, I don't think will have enough strength to get in over Ohio State and a two-loss Alabama team. I mean, your Final Four, if TCU and USC loses based on Clemson, Tennessee losing in the last couple weeks, LSU losing at Texas A&M on Saturday, you could have Ohio State as the three seed, Alabama four, Georgia two, and Michigan one. 
Mm. And you could get an Ohio State-Michigan rematch in the semifinals or the championship game. How crazy would that be? My Lord. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's the best thing you witnessed in that Michigan win at Ohio State? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Add HUGE Show that I say on Twitter, yeah. Our social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. Check out the schedule and get your tickets by just searching Grand Rapids Gold and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram. Let's go to Eric in Battle Creek, Michigan. You're on the HUGE Show. Hello? Yeah, Eric, you're live on the air everywhere. I just want to give my opinion on the series in Ohio Stadium, the shoe. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but Ohio OSU has never owned a series lead in their own stadium. Right now it sits at 28-27-2. So Ohio State fans like these fun facts. That's a fun fact for you. But best thing I like during that game was seeing Stroud cry. Not going to lie, as a Michigan fan, I loved it. Well, and then afterwards, you know, Ryan Day talking, I appreciate the call in Battle Creek on the Michigan Sports Network. You could tell uh, from Stroud to the players today that it reminded me of, you know, Rich Rod Hoke uh, talking after a Michigan-Ohio State game where you know you don't have the guys to line up and beat them. And Michigan's done that the last two years. I mean, just hammered them. And now you look at, you're the college football playoff committee meeting tonight. Michigan's two wins over currently AP number five, Ohio State dominating wins. And what they did in the second half against Penn State at the big house, who's number eight right now. It's why I think Michigan will be number one. Georgia's best win is at home against Tennessee. That's it. Now, Oregon doesn't count. They're not even in the Pac-12 title game. Their best win is Tennessee. Michigan's best wins at Ohio State, at Penn State. And I believe what they did at the end here will have them number one in the college football playoff rankings. It's close in the AP poll to Michigan being number one. Doug Carr's voice of Michigan football is standing by in the Meyer guest line. He joined us last week, and we talked about what was needed, Karsh, and it's like a checklist. Everything we discussed that Michigan had to do, they did that and more and just blowing out the Buckeyes. We didn't mention have a linebacker throw pass, did we? No, with the jump pass. Not even a pass. It was more of like a Tim Tebow tribute, I almost can dunk pass. <laughs> <laughs> So Jim Harbaugh admitted yesterday that Kamal Mullings told him on the plane ride home they were talking about it. He said, I couldn't see Schoonmaker, but I knew I where he'd be in the area, and that's where he threw it. And talking to Matt Weiss and Sharon Moore, the co-offensive coordinators after the game, they made the comment that uh, I can't remember which one of them. One of them said, yeah, they tried out other guys, and they said, and with Kalel, it always kind of looked like that. But we had faith that he could complete it, and um, – that was a huge play, and what, what a day. Yeah, what a day. You know, when Mullins, when he came in, I remember I'm at my watch party, 
at Johnny Brands here on the west side of the state, downtown GR. And I'm like, who the heck is this running back in, in such a key situation coming? I, I say this to the group of my buddies at a, at a big table. I'm like, who's this guy? I go, uh, maybe it's just for blocking, right? They're going to throw. Yeah, little did I know he would throw. And just everything they did in the second half, it's been the theme of this team all season long, no matter the competition, what they did second half against Penn State, who's number eight in the latest AP poll, what they did against Ohio State, outscoring them 28-3. The plays, McCarthy, deep balls, Edwards, who I said was the second best running back maybe in America, not only on his own team and his long runs and Johnson uh, separation we were looking for with Michigan's wide receivers. Sam was still with a couple of the best defensive plays in that game at at the right time that you'll ever see uh, the offensive line, defensive line winning the wars uh, in the second half. It, it was just incredible football to watch. It's like Ohio State could do nothing. There was an accumulation of subtle plays that just kept adding up. You know, Braden McGregor with a big TFL and uh, Sam Ristol and and Junior Colson stringing out a sweep on third and three and forcing a punt. And Ohio State, it looks like they botched a fake punt attempt. And, I mean, it's a long story, but they, they definitely did some things where they lined up their personnel different on, on a punt after a snap infraction where it looks like they just didn't execute it on a play that might have worked. Um, like I said, it's a long story, but they had flip-flopped to their up men, and and they looked confused when the snap went deep. But all these, again, these subtle plays, they all add up. And, um, and, and yeah, Michigan made so many plays in the second half of that game. You mentioned Sam Ristol. Rod Moore, the, the safety, had a great game. And, and there's obviously the splash plays and what you see from Donovan Edwards, but – you know, the offensive line. I think the only thing that didn't really go as predicted was, you know, we talk about winning the battle in the trenches, and I'm not sure Michigan's lack of a pass rush was what they expected, but they did such a good job on the back end in the red zone. I think uh, I think Stroud got frustrated, and and it showed. And in that environment, the play for J.J. to keep us cool and, you know, very like there weren't motion penalties, uh, you know, an abundance of them. They didn't turn the ball over. They just – they were buttoned up again. Doug Carr's voice of Michigan football, along with John Jansen and the crew on the Wolverine IMG Network, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here in the huge show across Michigan. I'm looking at uh, what happened again this weekend, what's happened the last two weekends, really would help the loser of Michigan-Ohio State. I think Michigan is guaranteed. Michigan and Georgia right now are the two teams guaranteed a college football playoff spot. Obviously, they beat Purdue on Saturday night in the Big Ten title game. I think they'll be uh, two at worst. Uh, they could be number one tomorrow because they have better wins uh, than Georgia. Big wins. Uh, what they did to Penn State and also what they did to Ohio State. But you still have to play one final game against Purdue, a team that will be playing in their home state and a team who's looking at this trip like it's their national championship game. I mean, well, one thing Jim Harbaugh has said about his team is that this team always comes to play. He doesn't have to get them up to a fever pitch, and I think there's some truth to that. You can either have just elite talent and you're way better than everybody else and run the table, or you can be this team, which I don't look at their roster and say this is filled with first-round picks and they've out-recruited everybody because they haven't, but they are, they are very disciplined, 
Their performance is incredibly consistent for a college team. I think Jim Harbaugh and his staff, um, you know, for, Harbaugh kept deflecting the credit after the game and saying it's all about the coaches and the kids. But I'm thinking, well, the coaches include you lost both coordinators last year and the guys that you called upon to replace them have done a heck of a job. So Harbaugh did a good job in the hiring cycle. And, you know, the, the Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, just taking what Mike McDonald started and keeping the train on the tracks has been a really big deal. And, you know, where is where is the first-round pick on defense? Maybe Mike Morris, but he didn't play much in that game. So the one thing they do defensively huge that I think makes a big difference by the time you get to Week 12 is I don't remember, and I fill out depth charts for every game, and I don't remember having to ever do this. Of course, I wasn't doing play-by-play before this, but they, they legitimately play 12 guys up front. They rotate through 12 guys, and if you start getting down the depth chart, you look at Yabi Oki, who had the only sack of the game for Michigan, and Rayshon Benny, who had a huge play where he had Stroud wrapped up when he flipped that ball forward and, and off the hands of Xavier Johnson and Taylor Upshaw intercepted it. The, the fact that they can keep defensive linemen fresh and rotating through means from snap one to snap 90, they're coming at you with a with a fresh body. And it, I think the accumulation of that over 12 weeks has really helped this team. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, early vibe on the matchup with Purdue. Well, again, they got to show up and make sure that they continue playing at the same level of consistency. Uh, Purdue will swing it all over the place uh, with Aiden O'Connell. So you have to be sharp in the secondary, which, again, coming off the Ohio State game and arguably the best receiving core in the country, um, you know they seem like they'd be up for the task, but you can't afford a letdown. Um, and then there's you know the question of who will play and who won't. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're not going to get a detailed, uh, a detailed uh, account from the coach as to who's going to play and who's not, but you know, it'll be good. Another week of rest, how does that impact Mike Morris? Uh, how does it impact Blake Corm? if at all, but, um, you know, is, is Donovan Edwards' hand still on a cast next week? Who knows? But that didn't hurt his feet, did it? Didn't hurt his legs. Um, but, yeah, I like Michigan's chances to get the job done at Indy. And then we'll find out tomorrow the number one debate uh, versus Georgia. And with LSU losing, with Clemson losing, with Tennessee losing in the last couple of weeks, Doug, I really think Michigan, based on what they did at Ohio State, win or lose Saturday night, they're safe, and they will be in the Final Four. Especially if Ohio State's number five. Because if Michigan loses, I don't think the committee in good conscience can put Ohio State in over Michigan at this point. And so if Ohio State's number five, the team waiting to get in, if Michigan's the only team that loses uh, amongst those that are playing in conference championship games, and they're doing a comparison between a one-loss Michigan and a one-loss Ohio State, who gets in? I think it's pretty obvious that it would be Michigan. So they've probably done enough. Now, if Alabama's number five, then maybe but Alabama's best wins compared to Michigan's best wins probably don't compare. But uh, at the end of the day, I think they're pretty safe. Doug, uh, enjoy that trip down to Indy, your first Big Ten Conference championship game called Michigan back-to-back appearances, back-to-back wins. Over Ohio State, I believe, back-to-back 
uh, spots in the college football playoff. Harbaugh has the machine going. We'll see what happens Saturday. Always appreciate your time. Hey, huge. Always good to talk. Did we lose him? Yeah, we might have lost him. That's Doug Karst joining us. Uh, from the east side of the state, voice of Michigan football. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What was the best thing you witnessed in Michigan's 45-23 win over the Buckeyes on Saturday? You can join us live, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt-in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play home games inside Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets now. Just search Grand Rapids Gold uh, to get your tickets. Ticketmaster.com. And also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go to Tim and Ada listening on 96 1 The Game. You're on this Moneyline Monday. Hey, how you doing, Huge? Hey, Timmy. Hey, uh, hey, I wanted to tell you I really enjoyed watching the game with your soccer father buddies. Uh, those guys are all great guys. Uh, I just it was the most fun I've ever had not being at a game. Yeah, I tell you what, Johnny Brands on Saturday, uh, the atmosphere. I mentioned Matt Golden, the CEO of Tullymore uh, Golf Resort, was there, and he mentioned it too. The atmosphere. Uh, the way Michigan played, it was just an electric after- afternoon at Johnny Brands on Leonard and GR. It was, and I appreciate it. But uh, the thing that I real there's a couple things. The first thing, J.J. has shown all year what he can do. But during that game, it wasn't the throws. It wasn't even the running. It was his poise. He, he didn't get happy feet. He didn't look like he, he looked like he'd been there for four years. He looked good in the Iowa game, but in the Ohio State game, the poise of that kid just blew my mind. He, he is something special, and he's going to just get better and better. And the other thing, because I, I was a, actually played a little bit in 86, I was a walk-on, I got more nervous in practice games. So I don't know how he handled that, but that's kudos to him. And the other thing that really I really love about this team, I've been a fan all my life, is after the uh, game, they asked Jimmy about Jim Harbaugh what he most was impressed about his team, and he, you know he didn't. He talked about the 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 grit, the poise. But he just said they're all instead of celebrating themselves and looking at themselves, they're giving glory to God. And I don't want to get religion into this, but that just tells you what kind of team this is. They're not about themselves. They're about other people. They're about their selfishness. And I just, I, I love that. So I, I was really excited and uh, look forward to it. And that, one last thing. Last year, I was so excited that they made the Final Four. Uh-uh, not this year. It's more than that. They've got to, they have to win a game and get to the finals. That's the minimum goal I've got. So thanks, Hughes. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Tim and Ada, listening on 96 won The Game out of Grand Rapids, our flagship station. Yeah, I think they're going to run the table. I think they're national champions. I said that before the Ohio State game. Matter of fact, I think the first time I said it was two weeks ago. And then somebody retweeted a tweet I sent out in September, Superfly, where J.J. will never lose a game as the Michigan starting QB. It was like middle of September. Talk about pulling one right out of your rear. Yeah, but people don't praise me when I'm right, but when I'm wrong, like the Eric Zane Show podcast and others will just pile on. But I'm cool with it. Let's go Tony. Or let's go to Tony in Muskegon listening on Michigan's uh, West Coast on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. How you doing, Huge? Hey, T. 
Hey, hey, um, first time caller, listen to your show for a long time. Love the show. Thank you. Now, your previous caller, one of the previous callers, you know, they're, they're, they're worried about, you know, Michigan being ranked number one over Georgia. Now, if it plays out, in my mind, wouldn't Georgia be one, Michigan two, TCU three, and possibly USC four? Well, if USC wins, they're four, Tony. And I, I appreciate the call, Muskegon. I got to get to a network TO. Georgia was one last week, but when you look at Georgia's quality victories, I'm sorry. Well, there's nothing as close as Michigan's dominating performance at Ohio State. What Michigan did to Penn State, who's number eight in the AP Top 25. Their best win is against Tennessee, a team, by the way, that has collapsed here at the end of the year. That's their best win. Not Oregon. Oregon's not in the Pac-12 championship game. There's no reason Michigan shouldn't be number one in every poll going into Saturday. College football playoff poll, AP poll. Well, Georgia hasn't lost. Who have they played? And the SEC is not as strong as it's been in past years. And you can watch Alabama, Auburn, like I did on Saturday. You can look at Tennessee. You can look at South Carolina, who actually is playing as well as anybody in the SEC right now. No, Michigan should be number one in every poll going into the Big Ten championship game. Speaking of the Big Ten title game, what about Purdue? Greg Rakestraw, he's a sports radio guy from Indy. We'll get his thoughts on the Boilermakers and the Wolverines next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job, because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Two shows. December 4th, Van Andel Arena. Millions have made this their must-see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans-Siberian Orchestras, the Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO and more. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're the only show where the people come first. We're all about huge opinions, big-name guests. We originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio each and every day. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What was the most impressive thing you witnessed in Michigan's 45-23 win in Columbus? The beatdown of the Buckeyes. Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I'll get to the Big Ten's discipline towards Michigan and Michigan State football programs and players. That came down earlier this afternoon. I'll give you the complete list coming up uh, within 10 minutes. First, let's go talk about uh, the Purdue side of that Big Ten title game Saturday night in Indy. Greg Rakestraw is an Indy sports radio guy. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, man, Purdue on the outside came and stole the Big Ten. Not stole it, earned it. Uh, the Big Ten West with the collapse of the other teams. We have said this over the course of the last eight or nine years, huge that Purdue is the benefactor of geography. If you draw, if you take the dividing line between East and West, it is that narrow space between Bloomington and West Lafayette. So Purdue has had the easier run, and finally they are able to cash in on it as the only team to be more than one game above 500 of the Big Ten West, they get that opportunity to play at Lucas Oil Stadium in this, the 12th playing of the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, I was looking at uh, their schedule, and uh, not the marquee wins, just a a solid season for Purdue. They weren't blown out often. Uh, How would you describe this matchup, looking at what you've seen from Michigan and what you've seen from Purdue football this year? Purdue is a heavy underdog, but let's also acknowledge that in the last month of the season, Michigan struggled to beat Illinois. Purdue handled Illinois pretty cleanly uh, in Champaign. So is Michigan the better football team? Absolutely they are. But Purdue is just dangerous enough, uh, and they will have zero pressure on them whatsoever going into this football game on, on Saturday, where obviously Michigan is playing just to make sure they secure their spot in the college football playoff. So it's a puncher's chance. Just go play. Purdue has a program, has a history of, of, of pulling off upset. It's why they are known as the spoiler makers. They will lean into that history coming up on Saturday. But this is kind of a house money game. Just go play and see what happens. So you have a quarterback, I think, at any level, high school, college, or pro, you're always in a game. And Purdue has an offense. I like their coaching staff. And like I said, I haven't seen them get rolled too often Uh, this season so competitive every week it's going to be half Purdue half Michigan fans in Indy that's big when you're playing in your home state Uh, why do you think beyond QB play that Purdue has a chance to win this game 
I think they've got weapons at different positions. You know, so Charlie Jones transfer from Iowa has just been a godsend of this football team. He has been tremendous. He and Aiden O'Connell know each other dating back to their high school days, and that connection has been obvious since day one. Payne Durham's an NFL tight end. Uh, he is a weapon for this football team. Devin Mockaby is quite the story. Devin is a kid from southern Indiana, from Boonville, which is just outside of Evansville, which is not exactly known for producing Division One football players. He was going to go play at Navy uh, out of Boonville High School. Whatever reason that kind of fell through, he's a walk-on at Purdue, and he has been a godsend. Dylan Downing is a local kid from Carmel that played at UNLV, transferred closer to home. He, too, is a walk-on for this football team. Purdue can do enough offensively where they can move the football relatively consistently against most teams that they play. Defensively, they're solid, not spectacular. Can they slow down Michigan's running game? That is the big if. But I do think that Purdue has enough weapons offensively. They don't have to win 17-14. You know, I, I think this can be a little higher scoring game, and Purdue's still got a shot because they have, at, at all three skill positions plus quarterback, they've got upper echelon Big Ten talent, which gives them a chance in this game. That's why when uh, it was all crazy the last couple, three weeks in the Big Ten West, I kept saying on air here across Michigan that, if you're a Michigan fan, you want Iowa or Wisconsin. That Purdue brings the most offense to the table, but it was just a war of attrition in the Big Ten West. It was crazy. Absolutely, and and the craziness started for Purdue early in the season. You know, we always equate September football with non-conference football. Well, obviously, the season opener for Purdue wasn't. It was Penn State. That was a game they led most of the way and probably should have won. They handed Syracuse the game, their lone non-conference loss that they had in September. Um, they lost each of those two games with under a minute left to go. Wisconsin seemingly is is history at this point for Purdue. Uh, I'm not sure they'll ever beat the Badgers again. I'm sure they will. But it's been that rough of a stretch for Purdue against Wisconsin over the course of the last 20 years. The Iowa game was the one where history goes in the other direction. Shoot, Purdue beat Iowa and Iowa City last year. They were the second-ranked team in the country. And Purdue beat that football team last year. So the Iowa game was the head-scratcher, knowing how offensively challenged the Hawkeyes have been for some time. So, you know, Purdue as a program, Bill, is still at a, at a, at a spot where, you know, an eight-win season is a good season for them. They've had some high moments under Jeff Brom, but they've also seemingly had equally low moments in terms of finding ways to, to lose games. So, listen, everybody around here understands Purdue won the JV division. Okay, The better, the far better teams were in the eastern half of the conference this year. And that's been the case for a while, and Purdue still hasn't made it this far. So uh, the obvious goal for, for Michigan – playing the college football playoff. And to do that, you guarantee that spot by winning on Saturday. For Purdue, they don't have any of those aspirations. They're happy to be here. And now it's a matter of, again, you know, play loose, free, relax, go have a good time, and see if you can hang with one of the best programs in college football. Greg Regstraw, he is a sports radio guy in Indy, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Purdue and Michigan Saturday night, Big Ten Championship game in downtown Indianapolis. Greg, good to hear your voice again. Uh, enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bill, my friend, it's always good to catch up. Anytime you need me, give me a call. Yeah, Greg Regstraw. He's always been a pro. We've talked to him for over, like, 15 years uh, when it comes to anything down in Indy. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day that you can answer. Best thing you witnessed in Michigan's domination of Ohio State. 
answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opted on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE uh, to 21000. And also all of our social network Interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets at your local Ticketmaster outlet. You want to check the schedule and more, follow Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football, his thoughts on the win over Ohio State in the matchup with Purdue, and is Michigan good enough to be national champions. I think they showed everybody last Saturday. They are Brandy in less than 30 minutes. Also, Tim Newton, the voice of Purdue football from West Lafayette uh, within the hour. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There's never been a better time for football fans to join the huddle with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today and place a $10 pregame wager on any pro football team to win. If any player scores a touchdown in any pro football game, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wages outcome. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBET200, when you make your first bet. Get on the field and find out why nothing beats a win at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET200. 200 to win $200 in free bets if any player scores a touchdown in any pro football game. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's 
only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on the only show where the people come first. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you always use that promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right, Big Ten handed down their discipline from the tunnel altercation after the Michigan-Michigan State uh, football game. Here's what went down. University of Michigan disciplinary action in accordance with the protocol outlined in the Big Ten Conference football game management manual policy. A public reprimand is issued to the University of Michigan. The conference has concluded that the University of Michigan did not meet the standards of the Big Ten Conference football game management manual policy. The policy requires the conference member institution game host to provide adequate protection for personnel of both home and visiting teams when entering and leaving playing arenas or areas. So they got reprimanded. Michigan State University. They get a $100,000 fine. At first I thought it said a million. $1,000. Mel Tucker's only making $94 now. To not go to a bowl game. To get drilled in front of your home fans. So a $100,000 fine from the Big Ten. Disciplinary action. Four games from the incident date. Plus the first eight games of the 2023 season for Kari Crump. Cornerback number 14. Four games from the incident date. Michigan State University self-imposed suspension is sufficient and has been completed for student-athlete Itavion Tank Brown, defensive end number 19, student-athlete Angelo Gross, safety number 15, student-athlete Justin White, cornerback number 30, student-athlete Jacoby Winman, linebacker number 4, student-athlete Brandon Wright, defensive end number 26, and student-athlete Zion Young, defensive end number 18. With no bowl game, it doesn't make any difference. I don't know if they'll be back, but uh, those are the players that serve four games from the incident date, and that was sufficient. Michigan State University self-imposed suspension is sufficient and has been completed by student-athlete Malcolm Jones, safety number 36. So there you go. I, I don't know if the players ever come back to play, at Michigan State, Michigan State isn't going to a bowl game, nor will they have the practices. So this all rolls into spring football and next year. And only Kari Crump uh, gets the four-game suspension uh, into next season. So there you go. Hey, they really move fast on that. I could watch the video in 10 seconds. And the Big Ten, this is what I don't get, Okay. People don't understand marketing, timing. Once you want that report out the week it happened, you you had to investigate what? Look at the video? Take numbers? Look at a roster? 
Look at how Michigan handled the tunnel for the home team and opposing team. Instead, you do it on the week you're going to have your Big Ten title game. I just don't get it. But I know part of it was waiting for the police charges to come out and see what they warranted and kind of line up their suspensions or lifting of suspensions to mass or match the police findings, which came out, what, last week, right? So there you go. The Tunnel, a two-part Dateline series. I'm Lester Holt. Keith Morrison takes a look at the tunnel. Uh, most tunnels are used to travel, walk, or maybe visit the Mammoth Caverns down in Kentucky. But after a rivalry football game, this tunnel became the Tunnel of Death. Oh my, how, how does it take that long to do the report? Because they wanted to wait until the police report came out. There you go. Case closed. Question is, will, and I, again with a four-game suspension for the guys involved, because that video never goes away, will Mel Tucker allow any of the players involved to return to his program? You're five and seven. You were number what eleven in the country, two and zero. Your home fans were treated to some of the worst football ever presented by any Michigan State team. I think if I'm Mel Tucker, I'm smart, and I tell those guys to go hit the portal. I, I, I don't want that video associated with anybody I have on my team. Learn a lesson from Mark D'Antonio. Don't think you can just welcome back anybody no matter what they've done, and think it doesn't come back to haunt you. Okay? That's why D'Antonio was gently nudged, if not pushed, right out the door. Quickly. And Michigan gets publicly reprimanded. Even the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry, you gotta, well, we gotta do something for them. So your protocol, this is what bothers me about Michigan being reprimanded. Your protocol and your your public condemnation of Michigan is really kind of saying, well, the guys kind of had an excuse to do this. They had an excuse to take off their helmet and beat somebody in the face because Michigan didn't have proper protocol in place. Oh, I'm sorry. I just expect uh, young men to act like adults in a tunnel. Oh, but the protocol says... Two by two on the left, two by two on the right, and two by two, just like Noah's Ark. I don't know about you, but if I know a flood's coming, you don't have to go two by two. Just get the hell on the boat. We got to roll. Oh, Michigan gets publicly reprimanded. We can't just hold Michigan State accountable. Michigan with no major incidents. Oh, James Franklin complained, too. We're going to publicly reprimand you. That's right. Bad boy, Michigan. Bad boy, Michigan State. Don't do it again or you're going to bed without dinner. You're bad. You're bad. Both of you are bad. Both of you go to your rooms. How many times do I have to tell you? This is, this is the Big Ten father. How many times do I have to tell you 
Do not allow the other team in the tunnel to the other teams in the locker room. I'm tired of telling you. You're both going to bed. Hey, Dan, you know what? Because the other guys were in the tunnel and made me take off my helmet and just beat that Michigan player in the face. Somehow, Michigan getting reprimanded makes it look like they caused some of what happened. That's what kills me. Oh, accountability for the individuals who acted like a pack of animals. But we're going to blame the system and the procedure should have been in place. We got a manual. Who looks at manuals? Okay. You're a guy. You don't look at manuals. You don't. You don't care. Your car breaks down in the middle of nowhere. You won't open the glove compartment and look at the manual because you're a guy. I'm going to figure this out. If you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show to catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.